So Alex went to go get a hot drink and I've been trying to find this video to help me explain keyboard shortcuts and why they're useful for like several hours over the last two days. And I was a point when I was like, I just got to give up. It was a, from the channel Corridor Crew and so you stopped searching like two videos before you eventually would have found yeah I, I i stopped searching i was i went for like 15 videos i was like i can't find this and then i have thought oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa alex is on a break i'm gonna have a quick check <laughs> two more videos it it, it, it took Amazing. to get to this video i was trying to find um so so send it on over what what, what is it about like i mean yeah i, I know what it's what, what it's about what what does it look like what's the title <laughs> The title of this video is Negan Kills Who? <laughs> just completely... Um, I'm, I'm not sure what I expected. It's just... For anyone who doesn't know Corridor Crew, what they do recently, like VFS, VFS, VFX artists react. You might know that. But they do these vlogs where they someone's talking about something they're doing and then they can like switch to someone else talking about their thing and in this one they did a weird skit of negan from the walking dead to do with like baseball bats and pumpkins and then the next bit is ren talking about keyboard shortcuts okay so so when, when's that well shall, shall we just watch it and just jump into the podcast because hello everyone welcome this is the r slash productivity podcast where we uh bring you something productivity related every month and this month we're i guess oh, don't try... don't tie it to a time oh good grief <laughs> <laughs> i'm not tying it to a, a specific month but you know this this month we're trying to just smush three subjects together that we wanted to talk about but we don't think that there's enough to talk about for an entire episode but we'll see uh so keyboard shortcuts in case you aren't exactly aware which would be surprising um you are doing something on your computer say you're uh, on a word document and you're like okay i need to go to do i need to go make something bold so you go click at the top there you might not be in the right tab you might have to click on home and then you always have you click on home i'm pretty sure it is then you click on bold and then there we go we got bold text alternatively you just press Control b and or command b if you're on mac <laughs> Command B <laughs> on Mac. or if you're not using microsoft word using the apple equivalent to or what have yeah, you yeah i'm pretty sure command or Control b is pretty much universal for putting text in bold but yes, yeah. basically yes, what, what, what you're saying comes down to you take away the, all the parts of zooming around the operating system or the interface with your mouse and and put it on your keyboard. And with that is that you don't have to look around in the menus. You just know that these two buttons, command and B, control B, do this for you. And it can, um, I, I guess, one of the points that that uh, Ren makes during the during the video is that it it takes an action from being three seconds to like half a second, and when you use a computer for the entire day, for the entire day, that's going to take up much less time in the end of the day. So it it really makes your work faster anyway. It's like uh, just little moments where it will take three seconds to like half a second that it stacks up over time and it also gets you to like the final product quicker. Um, but the thing which I did really like, which helps you just explain 
just kind of in, I guess, in computer terms, just how slow this is. So it's like you're at a workbench and you've got a row of tools in front of you and you're yeah, what you like, you need to stand up and get it and then get come back and then no no no, well, no 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 let me say my point no no, no let me okay, say my sorry. point so <laughs> okay. you've got tools in front of you and you've got you've got a nail so what you could do is you're like okay first of all i'm gonna i'm gonna okay we have to put this nail down and we have to go find like you, you might have to get up you might have to go find the hammer and then you come back it's like, okay where was i whereas using a keyboard shortcut is the equivalent of having the nail there and then just like grabbing your arm and then just grabbing the hammer and hitting it or alternatively just saying hammer and then you just have a hammer in your hand and then <laughs> yeah. you can carry on i guess it's kind of for like the like like, like a like, like an operation table where someone's like scalpel yes and you, someone's hand yes it's scalpel. like that isn't They're it that's pair of scissors chainsaw you say chainsaw <laughs> in a surgery i'm joking this is, is is this the Netherlands? Is is this this is terrifying? <laughs> I am not a certified doctor. Okay, okay, good, good. Um, I hope not. Um, so, it's the idea of while you're in the moment and you have that thought process, you don't lose it for a moment, and you're also saving time. Yeah, and kind of what what I want to um, go further with that is that, um, of course. Keyboard shortcuts are bound to the application that you're using and the system that you're using. Uh, I, I get the idea uh, the idea that uh, Windows doesn't have this as much as Mac, but there's a bunch of... Uh, 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 it's it's a, like a launcher. Uh, for example, on Mac, you've got Spotlight. You press Command Spacebar. Are you talking about Workflow? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not acquainted with Windows. Uh, no, no, no Workflow much. is a Mac thing. Is an Apple thing. Uh, no, it, it's it's not. I, I guess Workflow is more like uh, action-based uh, shortcuts. It's it's more like um, having a search bar pop up. Pretty much the same as when you uh, when you're at, in Windows and you press the wind the Windows key and just start typing, uh, Windows search pops up. But in this case, Spotlight is just um, a command spacebar, and you get this uh, this search field in front of you, from which you can uh, search for applications, documents, and just launch them from there, open them up from there. Uh, but there's also applications that that move beyond that idea and make it so that you can control your entire operating system from there. So I've got an application installed called uh, Raycast, and what Raycast does is that it, it it gives me the same thing as Spotlight, but it also has a dictionary and the clipboard manager, and I can convert units with it and look up calculations. So if I have to look up for for the dictionary, I just uh, I've got that hooked up to Command Control W, and then I can just type in a word, and my most recent word is plebs. Oh, <laughs> so if I have it. <laughs> yeah, plebs. So if I, if I have it correct, I learned a new word the other day. So yeah. So if I have this correct, you're trying to say that your shortcuts aren't like application specific; they're computer specific. No, no, but like like when you press a certain button. Well, I guess I'm more saying that if you want to keep, if you want to use your keyboard more generally for your for your computer, there's applications that help you. And for Mac, it's it's uh, for for is Raycast what I'm using. Um, there's other ones that I can't come up with right now, but I know that 
uh, Windows has a launcher like that called Power Toys. Oh, I... Because <laughs> this whole thing you're explaining sounded a lot like... Uh, and you mentioned it, the Windows Start menu. And I was just thinking... It sounds like a non-terrible version of the Windows Start menu. Because for anyone who has Windows knows... It's not good. Yeah, Windows you're Search is for not app. good. I mean, I'm, 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 on, I'm on Mac, and I know it's not good. But if you if if you press the Windows key and just start typing, like like chr, it Chrome does pop up, and it does work sometimes. And no, it always works when you do something like that. But it's okay. not. Okay. If you're like but, searching but, but, for a file, since, it's not. Well, since since that works, that is kind of the basic idea of it. Is that when I want to launch Safari, I, I press uh, command space S, and then the first thing in my results that, pop, that pops up is Safari. Then I press Enter, and then it goes to Safari. Yeah, yeah, it works the same way, except yours still sounds better. I, th- what you also said about the uh, like global shortcuts is like um, so. While I've been playing around with shortcuts for the last few years, um, I've discovered that. The power of the F keys is not something I can understand yet, much like most other people. Um, I still don't know what half of them do. But the FN key, oh, that's a different thing. Because it's a bit like shift, but for the F keys. I think that uh, the where the, uh, the, F, the function keys come from originally is because in older systems you had... Um, well, I, I guess it's still in Windows that if you press F1... Uh, you you always go to the help, and if you press F twelve, I believe, uh, it like closes a window or something. But I'm not sure about it. But there's there's like menu items that you can manipulate with those function keys, and the reason that uh, uh, like Apple has uh, still has like a function key row, but it's mainly got like symbols for increasing, decreasing brightness and volume and play and pause and such is that. Well, yeah, it's 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 a different layer, uh, so to say, and you you access that layer with uh, the function key. I think we've said everything we probably can about this. I just want to say one thing, and that is, I've been using it for music as well. So while I have Spotify open, I instead of having to go to Spotify to pause it or take my headphones off or whatever, it's literally like I've bound a key on my keyboard to just press play or pause, and so when you press the FN key plus the pause button, it, it just does that for you just instantly. It's yep. just, you don't know how helpful these things are until you start using them. And then you realize how did I ever do it without? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I, I, I guess that, and I guess, and I hope that everyone will agree with that because working with a keyboard is just faster. That's just true. Um, so we've talked a lot about keyboard shortcuts and I just want to say one more thing. And that is how can you start because we've said a lot of different stuff and it's kind of probably quite overwhelming. So, and this is going back to Ren and in the video, you kind of do it little by little, just how anything works, just slowly, habitually do something over time. And the best way of doing it is, it's like, oh, how, like, I'm going to make this bold. Oh, stop right there. Don't click the button. Do it on your keyboard. Learn yeah. how to do it on your yeah. keyboard and then do it. Yes. Or, hey, I want to look up a file, but instead of go- going with your mouse over to Windows Explorer, you you press Windows E and it creates an entirely new window for you. Uh, and all these, win- these keyboard shortcuts, they're, they're not 
uh, they're program they're programmed by the developers themselves. So they uh, they have lists and lists of this. And if you just look up on Google, I mean, I'm going to uh, put something in the show notes for you for for Mac and Windows, like global keyboard shortcuts for Windows and Mac. Uh, just just got started with it. I've also got a list on Google Docs. I'll put that in the in the show notes too. Um, there's, <laughs> but I've just realized a good way to kind of explain just how important this is. Um, you know how there's a this is like a, from a Gus Johnson video. I'll link it in the description. How whenever a teacher in school they go to pause a video, what they'll do is <laughs> they'll. Especially if you have a trackpad, good grief! I'm it's a teacher, like, so I'm judging you as I speak this. As you speak this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's show this class a YouTube video. Okay, let's pause the video. Let me very slowly but surely move my finger on the trackpad repeatedly until I eventually get to the pause button on the bottom left of the video, and then click. Alternatively. You can click anywhere or just press spacebar. You don't want to yes. be that person who goes right <laughs> down to the bottom left very slowly to try and pause a video. Okay? Yep. You want to be the person who uses spacebar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay, you you did well there. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, because as a, as a teacher, I think that one of the the things that slow down you class are. the most are yeah. Why why do you why do you think I would say that? Uh, but one thing, well, some of the things that slow down class the most is like technical problems and difficulties. But anyway, are we ready to go on to the next subject that we want Let's to throw in? Which uh, one? Shall we do yours? We started with one of mine actually. When you don't know how to do something, put it in a way that makes sense. Well, yeah. How do we make sense of this? It's a good question. And lucky <laughs> you've got me to explain it, eh? Uh, so, yeah, so when what's, you your, what's your idea, idea behind it? When you don't know how to do something, put it in a way that makes sense. Okay, so let me say this with a story. Story time. I was working on a tutorial on and off, which, by the way, isn't finished to this day because I wasn't. Mo- I've not motivated, but I was working out. I was. I was just. There's this certain part which I was trying to figure out, and I just couldn't really figure out what was going on. I was like, "Well, I don't know what I've written here. I don't really understand what this means. I don't know where to continue from this." So I was like, okay, I could either stop this right now, which is what I wanted to do. Or alternatively, I realized if I rewrote this in a way that makes sense to me, then I'd know what to do going forward. So that's what I did. I decided to rewrite it slightly. And then very quickly I realized, oh, I know what's going on here. And then I just continued doing what I was doing. It made sense. It took something which was a hard, I didn't want to do task to something which was actually quite fun and something I wanted to continue doing. Uh-huh. And okay. I realized it, this was like a magical thing I'd uncovered. So um, like when you're doing everyday tasks and assignments, for example, you you take this, oh, this, this task is hard. Okay, well, put it in a way that makes sense. And then suddenly it's easy. Yeah. So I, I guess what you kind of make me think of is that 
this is basically how the writing process works. Like if you're writing an article or an, or an essay, you, you tend to write down a draft first of just getting your thoughts on paper. And then you go back through your draft and you ed literally edit your thoughts that you wrote down and put them in different words. But the way you're applying that to um, writing down tasks to make them seem more clear to you is that uh, when you've written down something, you try to rewrite it in different words uh, in order to, to, to understand your own task better. Essentially, kind of. Yeah. Um, because, so what, what, I can yeah? break it down further. I've got some bullet points here. I'm quite excited to share this. So, um, I love some bullet points. <laughs> I'm glad you do, because you've got loads of those coming up. Right. Um, I'm going to apply this to different scenarios to try and give you an idea of how you can do the same, I guess. Right. So, step one, we've got fixing your bike. So, it's a case of... Um, I had a bike and I was like, I, I got to get this thing fixed, but I don't really know what to do. So I was like, okay, how can I break this down? So step one, pick a time to take a look at what's wrong with it. Okay, cool beans. Uh, number two, inspect what's wrong. Number three, record what's wrong. So there we go. I have it down on paper now. And then it's like, okay, so how do I go and fix this? Can I do it myself or do I go to the bike shop? I'll go to the bike shop cool, now the bike is fixed. And it just seems so simple when you do it like that, rather than just writing down fixed bike. I think we've also mentioned this in the previous episode. Yeah, it, it seemed really yes. familiar. Yeah, <laughs> okay, not because just what, Yeah, because when I was writing down my own uh, thoughts about this, I, I was thinking of this as well as I, as I thought like, well, okay, may, maybe there's like a task on your task list that says write English essay. That's like super huge oh. and not clear at all. So you need to put it in different words. Your, your task should be like plan time to write essay or, uh, and that will actually Getting be better. much better doable in the end. But I want to make, I want to do a step back and, and, and kind of, use use uh use something as an allegory for for this because um have you ever downloaded the app uh it's it's an ai image generation app called dream i've heard of a lot of these so i know what you're talking <clears throat> about yeah so um have you ever seen how how that how that that app generates an image for you isn't it? it don't they all work in a way of they take information from different places and then they combine it together based on the prompt you've given yeah i mean that, that, that i guess that's that's more theoretically how it works but the way that it looks the way that that looks the, like a dream that, well sort of sort of I mean, but the way i would put it is that um it makes a like a beautiful visual depiction of how th I think uh, a good thought is formed because you see the image literally generate before your eyes and you see the steps that it takes to form a concrete image like like how an artist goes from a sketch to its final art piece through many iterations well I guess that thoughts thoughts are also changing constantly and all your thoughts are like these iterations they're like um they, they change all the time I think I see where you're going with this. It's like telling you how it step by step got to the final product. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess that if you first down, if you write down your first thought, it's always the most. I, I guess it's the most unclear, 
mm. because you, um, uh, just like like how an an AI goes through like its its neural pathways to generate an image. If if you want to write down something that is clear to you, you have to not be so perfectionist about trying to to immediately immediately write down the perfect wording for your task or something. But it, just like how uh, how you can write down write an English essay, I mean that's that that's not a concrete thought because you've got the to, to to think it out further. And as long as you keep thinking that through further you eventually get to something that is that is clear uh clear that's that's clear for you and then you know what to do with it okay i've got some a couple more things to say about this and yes. then number two of how you can do this is do what i did which is recreate or rephrase the task so you know what you're doing um so yeah, so it was a case of I'd written down steps I needed to follow. You need to follow in the tutorial. So it's like, oh, step one, do this. Step two, do this. It was incomplete. I didn't really know how to continue with it. So I just, once I re-explained it, it was like, wow, okay, suddenly this is all very clear. So anyway, <laughs> step three is ask someone who does know. So sometimes you might not even... I've had assignments where I don't even know what the question means. I don't actually... It, it, it doesn't really make grammatical sense. I've had that. And it's like, what can I do here? The answer is ask someone else. So usually, so if it's an assignment, you would ask your, your tutor or you can ask a colleague, um, a classmate rather, or if it's like uh, something at work, you ask a colleague or your manager. If it's at home, you can ask family or friends. And they don't even have to do the task or anything. They All they have to do is help you clear your mind. Just talk it through with them. Sometimes saying it out loud makes it make sense. This happens quite a lot. And sometimes it's also that as you're talking, you're finding the right words that you wanted to use anyway. What do you, what do you mean by that? It's like an epiphany, but as you're talking about it, you're, tra- you're, you're like clearing your mind. And finding a way how you want to phrase the the task. Yeah, I, and also it's not just a way of phrasing the task. It's also just like kind of knowing what to do and your generally your next steps as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So next uh, next subject, we got music. Yes, creativity, creativity music. music. Yes, and I've I've got I've got an apple to peel with this. That's a, that's a Dutch way of saying. I've things. never heard that. that. <laughs> I have an appeltje to schillen met dit onderwerp. Um, wow! The, yeah, yeah. Um, because um, I've been kind of looking through the Archless Productivity Discord server, and usually when people ask for productivity music, I get the idea that they're that they're looking for the perfect music. I guess I've also also felt like that people make a difference between normal music and productivity music, and I think I disagree with that. I I just think that no matter what your taste is, you don't have to put on music to um, to force yourself into some into some state of mind because you think it's the best productivity music. It, it's just a, a, some sort of fad that I don't believe. in. You don't believe in productivity music? No, no, no. I, I believe that every music can be productivity music. Oh right, okay. You don't, my okay. my brother listens to metal when when he listen when he's studying and that would be hell for me <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, the the reason why i think real productivity music doesn't exist is that 
uh, music is just music that you relate to something, that it makes you feel something. And music can put you in a mood because of how you think of it or just how, how the music sounds. Not, not just be because the music has some inherent quality uh, although uh, genre really depends on it, it really depends on what you like in in, in music um, and so what i mean with this is that you should just be able to put on any music to uh, to put you into a study studying or working with just on the basis of what do you like and what do you like listening to and what works with you uh, for example uh, when i look back, back at it um, the, the, like the music that i relate to now to uh, being productive is the music that I just naturally tend to, um, to that I just naturally tend to like, uh, because it, it it puts something in the background, and so I've I've got like three things that I found that I that that might be um, a good rules to look for if you're looking for productivity music. Before you go and talk about those things, um, you mentioned something which was like the point of it is it puts you in the mood. Yes. And I, the reason I think why that stood out with me is because personally, the music I take is either, we'll talk about recommendations in a bit, specific recommendations, but my kind of music is something that's fast or something that doesn't have lyrics, basically. Yeah. When those things are combined, that's even better. And I feel like sometimes I have it when I can't concentrate on something, even though it hasn't got any lyrics. And, yes, yeah. and I realized that the point isn't to take a specific type of music. No, no, no. The point is any music which helps you with that mood and doesn't distract you. Yes. Just uh, anything I, I, like that. I find it beautiful that you say this because these, I, I, just, I just hear the three points that I've made come back into what you're saying. But just to pick <laughs> them apart, n number one is it should set a mood. It should have a, an atmosphere in, in it. Um, and the reason why I say that instead of a genre is because uh, I guess a, a genre can have all kinds of moods in it, but it's it's just that um, music has the the ability to the ability to set a, set an atmosphere for you, and a mood actually connects the music to what you think of it instead of it being the music itself. I, I'm thinking like, um, for example, I've seen these long youtube videos you have of like loads of different music you have a like below five streams for example which i've never really been into but they've been quite popular yeah i uh, i, I like listening to it we've got the like uh, classical music that makes you feel like an evil genius <laughs> i've seen um and then we've got other things like something that's peaceful perhaps like explosions in the sky um but just kind of like you're just kind of settling down to go along with it. And then you've just got something fast paced like Carpenter Brew, which is just like just going absolutely ham just to make you like feel like really fast and really smart. Or maybe something like euphoric, maybe. Yes. Or maybe something for me uh, in motion from the social network soundtrack, which like gets I, I, me in that. the yeah. productivity mood. I've talked about this so many times. Yeah. Um, Right. Shall we talk about recommendations? Well, no. Hold, I, I have hold, just hold, done hold, that. Hold on. Uh, the, the, uh, the, there's, there's, there's a couple of steps more because, okay. um, you know, if you if you want music to set a mood, then the second point is is that the music should not ask for your attention. It should blend into the background, and um, that sometimes when I like put on jazz for myself, some types of jazz tend to just really 
ask for attention uh, and and ask you to listen to it. But real good music that's that, that helps you focus is is music that that just tells you to uh, to forget about itself, to 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 not actively listen to it. I think I'm gonna just add to this. Don't overthink it. Just not not to uh, short to you, I guess, but to whoever's listening. If I were listening to this right now, I'd be slightly scared because it's like, <laughs> oh goodness me, I've got to find like the right piece of music. It's like, like we can give you some some places to start. You can go through your own playlist and then just whatever just clicks with you while you're working, that's fine. I, I guess just, the way you could in- interpret these 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 three things that I found, you could interpret it, it, it as you should look for music that doesn't have this, or or more rather than um, if you notice that some music that you put on during your your working hours distracts you or it just doesn't work it might have been the mood or the um or that it asks too much attention of itself also third point that you said was it shouldn't contain vocals ah mm. and i totally agree with that <laughs> is that is that your third point yeah, that's the third point. third point yeah um i would give a couple exceptions to this uh one of them is um, I do have some playlists with, uh, like, for example, specifically for reading, there are some songs which have foreign language in them. I just wanted and... to say, ju- wow, we're so in sync. That's what I had in mind. <laughs> I was going to say, like, foreign language is like, I, 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 it's, it's like, like does it count, doesn't it? Because it's like, you don't really know what they're yeah. saying. It's like, but at the same time, it's got like lyrics to follow. Sure, okay. Whatever you just said. Um, or, bogus. and here's another example. Um, CGP Grey has, uh, it's called Girl Talk. He, he he loves this album. I've listened, I've heard him talk about it a lot. I don't think it's on Spotify. I did check recently. Um, but it does have lyrics apparently. And some people have, I think I've listened to it too. And everyone who's listened to it is mostly just like, why would someone use this to be like product product, like for productivity reasons. And here's the key, right? He listens to this and it's not about the music or anything. It's literally just like, this is music, which I've connected with working. And so now that's put me in the mood. I've, I've heard somewhere that uh, for example, someone might put on a pair of headphones and it's like, now I feel like now that I've got something squeezing my head, this feels like I, I'm in my working mood now. Yeah. Just something that puts you in the mood, you know? Does David Allen have anything, by the way? Does <laughs> I'm he not, have I'm any not, productivity I'm, music? I'm not sure, but there, there, there's surely something to be said about the brain and, and psychology with, with music because the more that you repeat something, the more your neural pathways are strengthened with that thing. So the more you study with a certain music or certain songs, your brain will start to connect that music to concentration and, and working and studying. So th- that's that's kind of why you shouldn't look for the perfect music. You must just shape your brain and yourself with the music that you like. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sucker David Allen, you don't know anything about music. <laughs> <laughs> um. I actually, one thing before I want to talk about recommendations, although we have already a little bit, um, there's this thing called the eternal jukebox. I believe it's called, um, link in the show notes. It's eternalbox.dev, And the idea is, I won't explain it. I just know roughly what it does, which is you put in some music and it will make it sound seemingly infinite. 
it will loop back certain parts of a song as you're going through. So you just keep listening and listening and listening. That and sounds no really interesting. It. Yeah, give it a shot. It doesn't work with everything, but... Um, that, does it work with your um, uh, the, the Facebook soundtrack? In motion, it does not. No. Oh. In fact, actually, I tried <laughs> typing it in and it wasn't even playing the right one. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, what is slightly annoying is I do have... I have edited down the track so that it loops better. But I can't share that because I don't believe in piracy. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just just to, to recommend, um, uh, there's also lots of like 10 hour long videos on YouTube with uh, just ambient sounds. Because uh, if you don't, if you're not in the mood uh -huh, for uh, putting on music, putting on something like, uh, like ca cafe noises or uh, like a, a stormy... Uh, a stormy day in the forest. Um, th that that that's helped helped for me a couple of times. Um, um, actually, I'll... one quick thing: CGV Grey in an airplane. He said he puts airplane ambience on while he's in an airplane. <laughs> 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 Which is just funny. Carry on. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, music that I like to listen to while studying is um, uh, the lute music from Bach. It's uh, um, music from Göran Gölschen. Um, it's just really good. It's it's, uh, uh, it's just every every time I listen to it, I, I get into the mood of starting to work. Uh, I've got the same with um, like albums from Carbon Based Life Forms, which is like uh, like. Psybient, I believe it's like a more, more psychedelic ambient music that's really dreamy cool. and repetitive. Um, cool beans, we've done it. Let's round it off, yeah, with some so. sandpaper. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the R slash productivity podcast. Uh, if you uh, if you have any questions, we've got something in the show notes, like an email. Uh, hop onto the Discord because we're usually there. Um, you asked me to mod it, but I just didn't. <laughs> I'm never there. I'm sorry. If you tag me, I'll yeah. answer that. Let me just say, people are usually there to uh, to, to ask questions. There, there's questions being asked every day uh, in multiple channels. There's there's probably um, a place for your question there somewhere. Absolutely. Go for it. Interact with us, please. We're yes. so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. Uh, also, th so thanks for listening and uh, see you next time. Adios. Adios. I hear what I'm right. Sorry. <laughs> What's right there? <laughs> the wrong hole. This is the end of the episode, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs>